Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 6.45, quarter till 7, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Mike Strain, getting ready to head on up to Washington for the Louisiana Mardi Gras Ball, Commissioner Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry. And we're going to talk some chicken farming here because um, I got a lot of questions that always come in for people, and I'm thinking about doing it myself, Mike. First of all, how expensive is it to get into chicken farming, and how many chickens do you need? Well, you know, I would have probably eight or ten chickens for an average-sized family. Uh, it, it, for you, Tommy, you know, probably six or eight mm-hmm. will be plenty. That way you'll have all the eggs you need and, and eggs for your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get the chicks. You know, you buy the chicks, you know, between four and a half and $5.50, maybe $6 a chick, depending, you know, on what you want, whether you want just your regular you know, hens or you want something a little different or more unique or you want blue eggs or brown eggs. And then uh, you can you have to either build or buy a chicken coop. Mm-hmm. Now you can get some plans and build one, or you can go down to Tractor Supply or you know any of your like your feeding seeds, sell them, and they're in all varieties and sizes. And there's you know you can get a pretty good one for a few hundred dollars and get mm-hmm. started. You can need your water, you you know you, you device to water them and to feed them and get started. And so it'll take a few hundred dollars to get started. Yes. Uh, but the chicken cooper lasts a long time, and you know once you start raising chickens, you're going to keep them as pets. And so, but they produce a lot of eggs, and at the price of eggs, you know six to eight dollars a dozen it doesn't take very long to recoup your investment. Somebody wants to know if they're high maintenance stock, and if do am I going to have to do you have to take them to a veterinarian often, or do they get sick? What's the deal? No, with they that? really are. They are really very low maintenance. You don't have to take them to the veterinarian unless for some reason your flock gets sick. You feed them good commercial diets feed them what they're supposed to have they're very very hardy and they you know they live a long time and so they are not high maintenance and the waters you know you have these waters that you, you really fill the waters every couple of days you have the automatic feeders that you fill every few days you check on them every day of course and get your eggs but they really are low maintenance now when it's really really cold you'll need a heat lamp mm-hmm. out there for them so they don't get too cold and in the summer i have a fan for mine they love to sit up there you know, cool by the fan. It keeps the mosquitoes away from them. Uh, so mine live a, a pretty good lifestyle out here on the farm. But they're not high maintenance, and they do just fine. What, what, are, they, what are the little eggs, the eggs in? Do you build a box or a nest or something? What do you do? Uh, yeah. Well, so either you can uh, have that as part of uh, the chicken coop that's built where it has the box, the egg boxes. If not, you can buy those, and you just screw them onto the wall on the side of the shed or, or the chicken coop where they're at. But they have to have, they need a place to lay the eggs. If not, they're going to go hide them all over the farm. Yeah. So, and once they start laying in 
you know, in the box that then they'll, That's you know, place. and you don't need a box for each chicken, one or two, because when one chicken jumps out, the other chicken will jump in there and lay, you know, so probably just two nests is all you really need. Uh, you don't need a whole group of them, but again, you can buy those. You can also buy stuff mail order, mm-hmm. like from Stromberg's or others, shipped straight to your door. And so it's easy to get started, and you'll find that once you get started, you know, uh, it, you will continue to, you know, to grow and enhance it and really love it. Look, I love fresh eggs, you know, you know, for here, uh, for breakfast. So, I, you know, I like to go out in the garden, get fresh vegetables, get my fresh eggs. And, uh, and of course, they're just delicious, and we feed them very well. They get a lot of treats, too. Now, you got to have chicken treats, also known as mealworms. Yeah. And uh, the chickens, they love those. What about somebody texting they travel on the weekends? Would that be a problem? Do you, I don't know if you got to board your No, that wouldn't be a problem. You know, before you leave, you know, just go ahead and make sure your water is full, your automatic feeder is full, pick up the eggs and everything, and they'll be just fine. Somebody wants to know about raising ducks for eggs. I don't know if they've ever had a duck egg. Yes, a lot of people do that. Uh, the duck eggs are larger. They're much richer. You can do that as well. So instead of raising chickens, you raise ducks, and and, and that is that's a big deal in a lot of areas. I've never raised ducks, you know, for that purpose. Most of the time, when I raise ducks, I just turn them loose on the pond. Yeah. Uh, but you can raise duck. But duck eggs, yes. And there's a a lot of dishes that are made extra special using duck eggs. Are they a lot more expensive to maintain than chickens? Do you need no, a pond? No, but a little more a little more expensive to buy initially. The ducks, uh, but no, no, they they do find that you you need to build a little pond for them, or you know, like a wading pool now would be you know something. Yeah, yeah, you got to put in a little duck pool, uh-huh. but you can get one little wading pool as well. But you know, a lot of people raise ducks, and ducks, you know, they do very well. You let them out every day, you know, so that they can just you know go around the farm or go around your place, and you lock them up. You got to remember, you need to lock them up at night because you'll be. If not, the coyotes will become your best friend. And cats, too, I would think? Not too bad. Cats aren't really bad, but you also have to make sure that if you have dogs, uh, that you don't let the dogs get into the chickens because, again, uh, for, for a dog, it's it's more of a, a sport to chase chickens. Cats leave them alone. In most cases, those chickens are bigger than the cats, you know, and so the cats know pretty much, you know, leave those chickens. And you don't need a rooster unless you're going to raise chicks for more eggs just hens and so that's a big deal in most areas you can have chickens but not a rooster a lot of ordinances against roosters of course because they get up and wake people up early in the morning a quick a quick break we'll come back talk about crawfish town and also arbor day in kasachi national forest i've been in that forest and it's beautiful 650 10 yeah. till nine, uh, seven traffic now wwl all right, 655, having a good time with Mike Strain, Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry Commissioner. Uh, Mike, let's talk about Crawfish Town and Crawfish Season. What's all that about? Oh, man, that it was wonderful. We were at Crawfish Town USA. That's in Henderson mm-hmm. and Chef Johnny G. And we, we went there because, again, at Crawfish Season, and we cooked up some crawfish boudin wonton. And so Chef Johnny G is a certified Louisiana restaurant. So the restaurant is certified Louisiana, using certified Louisiana products, everything from the spice and the boudin to the cane, steamed cane syrup. So you dip the wontons in, in a steamed cane syrup with a little hot lava, all of these wonderful things. And she has a different recipe a different new product every thursday she comes out with it we went in the back and watch how they do this so they take 
crawfish straight out of the ponds, and they come from the ponds. They come in fresh, and they they wash them in, in fresh well water. And then when you order your crawfish, they boil them right then. So from the from when you order in wow. ten minutes, you have hot boiled crawfish. They don't boil them and let them set. They boil them fresh for every customer when you go in. And it's just it's a wonderful restaurant. It was a huge barn, and now it's a big restaurant. And they use a tremendous amount of crawfish. And I can tell you, uh, they are gearing up. And of course, some of the finest etouffee and fried catfish you've ever had. But also all those wonderful crawfish dishes, and the the one of the biggest sellers, of course, is fresh boiled crawfish. So is it very very good? And it's a certified Louisiana company, certified Louisiana restaurant using certified Louisiana products. It's in Henderson. So if you're passing Henderson on the interstate, there on I-10, you got to get off Take and go to exit. Crawfish Town, USA. Absolutely. Absolutely. How many? You got to stop. Hungry or not, you got to stop. How many pounds of crawfish can Mike Strain eat at one sitting? I'm trying to, you know, stay calm at about five pounds. I think I'd be about me too. About I think about five pounds probably be about the limit. About five pounds. Uh, now but, then you gotta have some sausage, some you know, some exactly. some corn, yeah, and some sweet potatoes, Louisiana sweet potatoes, you know, yeah, and that with that crawfish boil. If they're really good, maybe six. Let's talk about the National Forest tree planting at the Kasachi National Forest Forest Louisiana Arbor Day. Yes, Louisiana Arbor Day is actually January the fourth. So there's the Louisiana Arbor Day and the National Arbor Day, and a company, Telluride Industries, is donating over $125 million for the nation's forest for planting of trees. And the first 300,000 trees planted are in the Kastachi, where it was devastated uh, by Hurricane Ida. And so just a beautiful pine forest, and they had longleaf pine that had been there over 100 years, was just leveled. And so now with the help of a private company, Telluride Industries, making a donation, they're going to start replanting that. We lost about 1.4 million acres of timber due to Ida, Laura, and Delta. And now we are replanting in the National Forest. And it's a massive forest. It's a beautiful forest. It's where Fort Polk is. And, of course, that's a wonderful thing on Arbor Day. We're also going to be having the Arbor Day celebrations at Burden Center, 9 o'clock Saturday morning in Baton Rouge. Uh, we'll be planting trees uh, at the LSU Ag Center Burden Research Center. And if you've ever, never been, you need to go because it is a museum as well of Louisiana farming, agriculture, and uh, Cajun and Creole culture. Mike, safe travels to you. A pleasure as always. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Take care. You too, sir. Mike uh, Strain, Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry Commissioner. We come back. We're talking to Raphael Goyeneche, President of the Metropolitan Crime Commission. Mayor Cantrell says the city's headed in the right direction. She also said that this um, Officer Vappy stuff. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.